Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. Nicki Minaj is throwing shade at Miley Cyrus once again. Jada Pinkett got her swerve on back in the day having a threesome, and we'll let y'all know what she thought about it. And what in the arrest warrant is going on with Tierra Marie? What's good, y'all? This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello, and you are listening to the one and the only Confession Session. Hey, 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 hey. How are you this evening? How is everything going? I have not spoke to you for a little while, so let's catch up. Um, my week has been good. Um, same old, same shit. Tired, working, being ugly. <laughs> um, nothing really new. I'm really excited to use all of this amazing, awesome studio equipment that I've gotten. I really feel yes. like a legit podcaster now. Um, but yeah, like I said on the Sound show last like week, I was just Thank you. <laughs> um, but like I said on the show last week, I just felt like it's just time to take it to the next level. Tonight is the, you know, another one of the BT Awards. So that is, to me, yeah. that is a sign that we have been doing the show. Like, to me, that that reminds me of the anniversaries of our shows. It always, I don't know if you remember that, but I feel like our first episode was like during the BT Awards. Or it was like the week yeah, after the BT Awards, but it was based yeah, on the right BT afterwards. Awards. Yeah, so I always equate it to like whenever the BET Awards happen, I'm like, okay, it's been a year, it's been two, but it's been three years, you know. So it's just time yeah. to just elevate and you know move to new heights. And other than that, you know, nothing has been really going on besides being annoyed with everybody. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> What's going on with you? You guys know I went to Vegas last weekend. It was so hot, but it was so great. I really had a good time. Um, Everything was wonderful. I got in the pool, enjoyed life. Um, The last day I got really messed up. It was absolutely horrible. I was so sick. I was throwing up. It was just, it was crazy because so um, my little sister and her fiance came to our room and um, around 11 o'clock, and because they had to check out, but we had a late checkout. So let me just tell y'all, when we got to the hotel, they gave our room away. We we um, paid for a suite, and they talking about they double booked. So I was super pissed off, and they're like, well, we're going to put you guys in the studio for tonight. And, and originally, I thought that that's, they were just saying they're going to put us in the studio, you know, as an alternative um, if we wanted to get a larger suite. And so um, my husband was like, you know, because when he goes to every hotel, he's always like, okay, what about upgrades? It's not that and others. And they were like, well, I'm going to talk to my manager. So she came back and she was just like, um, so for tonight, we're going to put you guys in the studio. Um, and then tomorrow we'll upgrade, upgrade you guys to the tower suite. And my husband was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, no, that's just an alternative, right? And she was like, oh, no, that's what it is. And I'm like, what do you mean that's what it is? You you double booked us? And she was like, I'm sorry, you know, this never really happens. And I'm thinking this obviously happens all the time, especially on this night, because we've been waiting in this line for, you know, 30, 40 minutes, and every person that has came in this line has had the same issue. So um, so she apologized. The manager came over, and 
and we're like, well, we don't want the, you know, the tower suite. We want the the suite that's better than the tower suite. And so, um, and so she was like, okay, well, you know, I apologize. She gave us seventy five dollars worth of free drinks. Um, they gave us late stay for free. Um, they took off one of our resort fees. And um, the studio suite was beasty as hell. It had a whole separate room, a couch, TV, big flat-ass screen, screen TVs in two separate rooms. So it didn't even seem like a studio suite. It was like a nice suite. I would have been fine with that suite the whole time. You know, but then once we got out of that suite, we came into this huge suite. I mean, it was like a jet pool and a bathroom, uh, a stand-up, you know, shower. It was crazy amazing. And the bathroom was separated off in a whole entire different room with a door. I'm like, damn, like, we are really in this motherfucker beasting it out, okay? And so um, yeah. that was really nice. That was nice. That was kind of like my lottery there. Um, so anyways, yeah, my sister, then they came to our room around 11 o'clock on the last day. And from 11 to 12, we just drank back to back to back nonstop. It was horrible, guys, okay? And we bought our own liquor. So we had, like, liquor, like vodka, obviously, and then some strawberry lemonade. And I just kept throwing them back. I probably had, like, six, seven, eight uh, cups of liquor. And by the time it was time for us to, you know, we I was like, I'm hungry, but we had to be out on our bus by 230 um, so I'm like, I'm hungry. So around 12, 17, we went to go eat. Do you know at that damn table, I kept getting up from the table, going to the bathroom, throwing up. <laughs> and then oh, next thing you know, uh, I know it was so bad. And then next thing you know, I was, just, and I was dazed. Everybody I was seeing was fuzzy as hell. And so um, fuzzy. it's <laughs> fuzzy. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So it's time for us to leave. We about to get ready and miss our bus. Um, our shuttle bus. So I get, I sit down and, uh, well, I'm telling my husband, like, our room key don't work. I'm trying to get my bag. Our room key don't work. I guess they, they, uh, somebody forgot that we had a late checkout. So when I go up to the room, our room key didn't work. My little sister and her fiance was not with me at the time. So I sit down on the floor inside, uh, in the hallway waiting for my husband to come up. And my sister, and I hear this guy next door. I heard a door slam and I'm like, damn, that woke me up because I, I, I guess I dozed off. And I heard him say specifically, yo, there is a girl outside on the ground and uh, right next door to us. And so he, um, so two guys came out the room, two big-ass black dudes. And then I heard the other guy get on the phone and say the same thing, like, hey, yo, come out. You know, it's, another, it's a girl out here on the ground. So another dude across the hallway from them came out. And as soon as he came out, my little sister, she was walking up with her fiancé, taking photos and stuff like that of me. You know, they had to catch me. And um, and uh, they went inside the room, and they didn't come back out. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I hope these niggas wasn't trying to do nothing sketchy because um, I'm drunk as hell, but I'm aware. Oh. So your sister said that they were taking pictures of you outside? No. No, my sister was taking photos of me. Oh. My little, yeah, she took photos of me drunk as hell um, because I took photos of her fiancé the night before. He was drunk as hell over, over the toilet throwing up and stuff, so she had to catch me. I'm glad. That was a good memory, though. And so um, mm-hmm. and so pretty much from there, um, you know, my husband was like, you have to come downstairs because they saying that you have to come and get the key. So I go downstairs, dazed and dizzy. Uh, get the key, go back upstairs. By the time we go upstairs, they like the bus driver's calling us like, where y'all at? I'm like, damn, it's already 2.30. So we had to run upstairs, grab our shit. I left my $700 glasses in the room because they transitioned. And their Versace. I left Sam with his toothbrush, 
Like, we just left a bunch of shit up in there, flip-flops, everything. But thankfully, my sister and because they had the room, they was able to get everything for us out of there. It was just horrible. Um, oh, got to the flight, made everything on time, got home, sick as hell. And thankful for my mom and them. Um, she was just like, y'all know y'all just came back home. It was Wednesday. Y'all just came back home. Just, you know, relax, get yourself together, go to work in the morning, and then y'all pick the kids up after that. So... My mom and they kept the kids for another day. So, yeah, Vegas was uh-huh. crazy. The last day was absolutely insane. I had a good-ass time, though, and I'm looking forward to our couple's retreat as well as going to Riley or wherever John plans on having his party uh, this this year in December. So, you guys, yes, that was my trip in Vegas, and you guys can always check out my photos um, on, on my personal Instagram page um, and also on my Facebook page, too. Um, so yeah, other than that, guys, I guess, uh, we're going to go ahead and start the show, but before we start the show, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, Anchor, and of course, this podcast from Blog Talk. Don't forget to send us those confessions at confessions at number two, us at gmail.com, and also don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. All right, with that being said, you guys, let's go into that confession question of the day. Confession question in my gym voice. Confession question. <laughs> Jim, did you want to do the confession question, or do you want me to do it? Um, nigga, I actually don't know the confession question. Give me one second. Wow. Okay, I'll do it, guys, because Jen is being ugly. Okay. So, what are things you do to keep your to keep your relationship fruitful and useful? Um, what are things that you do to keep your relationship fruitful? and youthful. All right, guys, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into our uh, first topic. All right, guys, so I know y'all heard about the drama between Nicki Minaj and Miley Cyrus once again. So according to eOnline.com, Nicki Minaj seems to have some words for Miley Cyrus. After releasing a fiery new tune and music video, Megatron which stars her new boyfriend, Kenneth Petty. Petty, the 36-year-old rapper, also dropped a new episode of Queen Radio. Her um, return to the radio airways come nearly three months after her last episode, which is right around the time she took a social media break. But it seems the No Fraud singer is coming back in full force. Um, On her last episode of Queen Radio, the Grammy-nominated star, seemed to be airing her thoughts on Mrs. Miley. While she didn't explicitly say her name, she mentioned a few things that referred to the 26-year-old singer. Purdue Chicken can never talk shit about queens. The brunette said, um, she disrespected me in a magazine article for no reason. The New York native also referred to the recent Black Mirror episode the actress starred in. Now you come in with pink wigs. All you bitches want to be Nikki. Um, in the hit Netflix show, Miley's character wear a short pink and purple wig. Last month, the blonde beauty reportedly um, came out with a new song, three new songs, while performing in England at BBC Radio 1, a big weekend show. Her tune, Catitude, raised eyebrows. After many heard the lyrics, I love you, Nikki, but I listen to Cardi. The Black Mirror actress clarified that line, while speaking on Capital Breakfast with Roman Kemp. How do you feel about the beef uh, between Miley and Nikki? And 
Like, is it really worth it? Like, or is it just a bunch of nonsense, Jen? Um, it's definitely just a bunch of nonsense. Um, I think it all started because of uh, the Miley was good. Do you remember that when they whatever? Was good. The whole hell yeah! How the hell can I remember it. that? I mean, how can I forget yeah. that shit? Was good. Like, bitch, <laughs> shut up. Like, damn, don't so be a bully, bro. So, like, they haven't been able to see eye to eye. Period. Um, but yeah, she should know to not come for. Nicki Minaj, because Nicki don't bite her tongue at all, and the fact that she was saying that she was in the that Miley's in the studio sucking um what's his name Dick, I'm just like wow, like straight expose the girl. I know she embarrassed, but she probably doesn't even care honestly. Um, but yeah, no, they need mm-hmm. to quit it. It's not even that deep for them to be going right. back and forth. And the, and and the song is fucking whack. Have you heard that song? I know you haven't. That's I have not heard Catitude, but it's like. It just is a wannabe, you know, ballroom like song, oh, and that shit is just fucking horrible. RuPaul's on it, and we all know <laughs> that you know niggas ain't fucking with RuPaul like that. So yeah, no, no, yeah, that's crazy. It's just crazy to me because, like you said, it's it's absolutely it's unnecessary. Um, but you know how Sagittarius are; they are very they don't forget shit. Um, and not only that, but they are very confrontational and they're very argumentative. So I think that because they are they are typically nice people, um, they're weird. But And I feel like Nicki Minaj is a weird person. Um, but I think that she also can be nice to the right person. Um, she can look up to people, get advice from people. But when people, they come for her or they do something out of order that she don't like, She's going to definitely she comfort them. Um, and then she stated that, you know, Miley, she was talking bad about her in the magazine for no reason at all. And she's not going to get over that. Like, okay, what a bitch is talking bad about me in a magazine. Now, I mean, eventually she will get over it. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. if Mr. Petty is, you know, dicking her down the way he should be, she should get over that. But overall, um, I'm just hoping that, you know, just forget about Miley's tires. Like, girl, come on. Now you bring in, you know, Miley Cyrus back to the light. And I feel like this is what a lot of people they do. They get into these feuds with people. Now people want to look them up. And I'm like, who, who is this person that she arguing with? Let me see about this individual. You making motherfuckers more famous or you making people who did not know who Miley Cyrus is um, want to Google her. You know what I'm saying? She got more likes and clicks on her name. I mean, a lot of people, uh, many people know who Miley Cyrus is, but there are some people out there who don't know. And by you bringing this information back up once again, you know, calling her out her name, people, I feel like people, they'll look at Nicki Minaj like she's a bully. Like, okay, you talking shit about Miley, little-ass tiny Miley, but Miley needs to get her shit together. Girl, let me sitting up there talking shit. And then you up there throwing shade. Like, I listen to, I like you, uh, I love Nicki, but I listen to Cardi. Like, girl, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. You know what you're doing. Anyway. Right, because we, we barely anyway. listening to you. <laughs> uh, barely. 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 When, I don't even know the last time I heard a Miley Cyrus song, okay? I don't even remember the oh, damn theme song to Hannah Montana. Okay, hell, I still call the bitch Hannah Montana. What you talking about? So, um, Not Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana, honey, okay? Oh, I do remember the last song I heard from her. Let me throw your hand. Oh, I, I don't even know. The, I'm not even saying the lyrics, right? Let me put your hands up. We we waving our song. Something fly away. Butterfly fly away. Yeah, that's I the last song I remember. Like, 
<laughs> that's the last damn song I remember Miley Cyrus. Okay, that's how long it's been since I listened to her. All right, I'm just saying, like, put some whoop that trick on. That's all. All right, y'all. That being said, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. When they see us on Netflix comes from Selma director Ava DuVernay. The four-part miniseries dramatizes the true story of the Central Park Five. In 1989, in 1989, Corey Wise, Yusuf Salam, Antron McRae, Raymond Santana, and Kevin Richardson were wrongly arrested and subsequently convicted of attacking and raping a 28-year-old woman in New York City Central Park. All five men became known as the Central Park Five and were exonerated in 2002. The story of Corey Wise's sister, um, Marcy, left viewers heartbroken. So what really happened to Corey Wise's sister? Marcy Wise is Corey Wise's late older sister. The pair shared an age gap of approximately two years. Corey's sister was murdered before his conviction was overturned in 2002. Not much is known about the circumstances surrounding Marcy's death other than the fact that she was killed. According to the New York Times, Data on the death of trans women in the U.S. is difficult to gather due to police misreporting the names and genders of transgender victims. Speaking to Oxygen.com, Isis King, who plays Marcy, said, I know she was murdered. I don't want to speculate, but a lot of trans women of color, especially when you're kicked out of the house, a lot of trans women have trouble getting hired and have to resort to sex work. When you don't have a family, a survival instinct kicks in. It puts you in a position where you're in more dangerous situations. I don't for sure know that's the reason or if that's what happened to Marcy, but unfortunately that's the reality of a lot of trans women. King also said Marcy used a different name for a while. So I, rem- I remember when we were filming, Ava told me, okay, we're changing her name to Marcy. That was the last name she had and the name she preferred to go by. Um and when they see us, viewers learn that news of Marcy's death was broken to Corey by a prison chaplain. Director Ava DuVernay then chose to flashback to Corey's childhood, where viewers meet Marcy for the first time. In the flashback, viewers learn that Corey's brother, Norman, who had their first, who they had first met in episode one, was transitioning to become a woman named uh, called Marcy. We also learn that Marcy was kicked out of her family home by her mother, Dolores, for wanting to live life as a woman. Corey and Marcy's sister, Vanity Wise, who is also transgender, tweeted her thanks to Ava in the cast for including her sister's story in the show. Um, she tweeted, thank you for betraying my sister, Marcy, and my family with respect, and when they see us, thank you so much. I just had to say this because it meant a lot, yet surprising that Marcy was included in the film. So thank you again. What do you think about that, Miss Angel Vandrina? Yeah, I think it's sad. I have been seeing a whole lot of um, a whole lot of uh, different news articles and different uh, statements where it's been more and more transgender women that have been murdered, and uh, nobody really knows why besides the fact that people are just uh, fucking weird and crazy and just want to go on killing spree. Um, and not only that, but um, no nobody's really catching these individuals. And that begs to question, what the hell is really going on? Like, you know, are these things being covered up? You know, why are there, why is it okay, you know, that people are getting murdered and and these uh, murders are not being solved, especially when they're so consistent in particular areas? Um, So the fact that, you know, she was murdered 
um, and nothing happened, nothing came about, you know, and, and this is now coming about after all of these years, after all of these years, they just now discussed what was going on. Um, that's disgusting, you know, and I feel like this along with a lot of other, a lot of other murders of transgender women should be looked into. Um, and maybe a division should be created, you know, uh, where where people are focused primarily on just transgender women and their murders because they have enough cases to keep them busy for years. So I think it's very important to get the information and the word out there. And I think that it should be looked into and taken more serious because they're human beings just like everybody else. And they don't deserve the lack of attention just because of who they, you know, who they are. So um, I really hope that this information is shared. I hope that people, they protest. And I hope something comes about um, with these murders that are consistently taking place, especially the ones that are as old as this one. What are your thoughts, Jim? Um, I think the story of um, Marcy Wise is just, it's, on top of when they see us already just being a hard story to deal with and to learn about, mm-hmm. um, knowing that one of the victims of um, the Central Park, you know, uh, raping and being convicted, like having a sister that was had to deal with being transgender in the early 90s and ultimately being murdered, you know, is yeah. something that's very traumatizing, I feel like, on top of what he already had to deal with. You know, um, I agree with what Isa King was saying, you know, a lot of times with those individuals with, with transgender people, um, they don't have the opportunity. I hope that now with, you know, shows like Pose and transgender people coming to the forefront and, and being able to speak their truth and be able to look at as normal humans and not being over-sexualized, hopefully now that they have more of an opportunity to progress and, and to still be who they truly are and can move forward in, you know, the real world and not have to resort to, you know, sex trafficking and and things of that sort. Um, I have heard about a lot, you know, how how common it is for people to, um, to ultimately die, you know, doing that work, you know, dealing with the different clients or whatever and their own insecurities and not, I don't know what the reason is for them to kill those women, but, you know, you hear about it all the time, how those women are, they deal with a lot when it comes to that. So, I mean, this is very sad. I would like to hear more of her story. It reminds me of, uh, this is a documentary called Paris is Burning, and there is a character on there named Venus Extravaganza. And um, she was murdered. You know, she was strangled, um, escorted. So I don't know if that's the case with her. She had to resort, resort to sex work more than likely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's a sad story. But, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's always really sad when you hear about information like this. Um, but with that being said, you guys, um, you know, cheer up. Pray for the victims, and we are going to go ahead and move on to our next topic of the evening. 
Okay, guys. So according to FoxNews.com, Jada Pinkett Smith isn't afraid of sharing intimate details of her personal life with her family members. The 47-year-old actress revealed on her Facebook um, watch show, Red Table Talk, on Thursday, that she had a threesome when she was very young. Um, She reported to a question asked by a viewer and then read by her 18-year-old daughter, Willow. I had a threesome once. I was very, very young, like early 20s, she admitted. Um, I didn't like it. It just didn't have the level of intimacy I wanted. But I tried it once, and I was like, well, that's not for me. The girl strip star at it. Um, but J- Jada Pinkett continued, um, I will, but if, but I always think if I was in love with two people, that's another level. I could see enjoying a threesome then, but I was a kid. I saw two cute people, and I was like, hey. Her mother, uh, Mrs. Norris, who is a co-host on the show, replied, it was a sexual experiment. The episode features the three women meeting and talking with the throuple, two women and a man, who were all involved romantically in a relationship. Um. Does it surprise you, Jen Othello, that Mrs. Jada Pinkett had a threesome back in her wild and young days? Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Because um, she fine as hell. Like, girl, you had a threesome? Like, really? She could, oh, Lord. When I be looking at her in Low Down Dirty Shame, I'm like, she was like 23 in that movie. You know, she was just fine as a motherfucker. I was like, girl, you are just beautiful. Like, why are you so beautiful? That makes no sense. Honestly, though, I feel like she's not being honest. I, I feel like she's had more than one threesome. Mm-hmm. You know, Possibly. and then the fact of her saying that, um, what did she say? She said that she could see her, or she said that she either, did she say either she could see herself loving more than one person or having, like, that would be the only time, like, basically talking like yeah. she's not married. And I was just yeah. like, girl, you literally talking like you're not married. Like, what does that, that mean? Like, she what, what said, does mean? Well, she said that um, she, if she was in love with two people, you know, that's another mm-hmm. level. She could see herself pretty much joining into a threesome at that time if she was in love with two individuals. Um, but then she, you know, discussed how she was a kid back then. So I guess she's saying now... You know, maybe she's trying to make it clear to Will Smith, like, okay, I'm not in love with two people. I'm just in love with your ass. So no Mm -hmm. threesome here. But if I was in love with you (laughs) and somebody else, then maybe we could have a threesome. So in order for me to have a threesome, motherfucker, you're going to have to make me fall in love with somebody else, boo. I'm (laughs) leaving. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they maybe they just have their own situations when it comes to other people, but I don't think that. I mean, I I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's had multiple threesomes, mm-hmm. you know, and get whatever she did. Then Mark versus famous him. Famous well, him. yeah, yep, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the final topic of the evening. All right, y'all, last topic, um, and this is according to WrapUp.com. Tierra Marie was arrested for allegedly driving drunk and unlicensed with only three wheels on her car. 
before the TMZ cops pulled over the love of hip hop Hollywood star early Saturday morning after they saw her driving out of the Midtown Tunnel into Queens in a 2014 Dodge Charger, which had sparks shooting up from the front of the vehicle. Officers noticed that the front passenger side tire dislodged and that the bumper was grinding the pavement, setting off sparks. He eventually came to a full stop and cops performed field sobriety tests. According to page six, uh, Marie allegedly had a blood alcohol concentration of 0.304, more than three times the legal limit. She was arrested and booked for DUI driving without a license. Um, she was charged with DUI violation of court order admission and illegal tenant windows, illegal operation of a vehicle, unlicensed operator of a motor vehicle, among other things. In May 2018, Marie sued 50 Cent and her ex-boyfriend, Akbar Abdul-Hahad, accusing them of engaging in a plan to sexually objectify and humiliate her by posting a sexually graphic video and photo. A judge dismissed her appearance for a lawsuit and ordered Marie to pay $30,618 to cover part of 50's legal bills. 50, who is still trying to collect payment, rejected to Marie's, reacted to Marie's attack on social media. Jesus, take the will, he tweeted, a bitch drunk. I still want my money Monday. Dirt bag. He is horrible. <laughs> Not Jesus, take the wheel. All right, come on now. He doing the most. So, first of all, what happened to her tire? That's what I want to know. Like, where did it go? Why are you driving with three tires? I don't even know how you... That's crazy. Anyways, um, second of all, she sounded like she was as drunk as me, you know, on the last day of Vegas. So I'm going to need her to uh, have called an Uber, okay? Third of all, she's driving a what? Like, girl, how you driving a 2014 Dodge Charger with three wheels? I'm just so confused right now as to what's going on with Tia Marie. And then, wasn't she supposed to stop drinking? Like, then she go through the whole rehab thing and not supposed to drink. So, obviously, I feel like something hit her bad for her to, to be behaving this way, for her to be out here drinking and driving, blood, alcohol level, three times the legal limit. That's just crazy to me. And then, lastly, who was she with? Because anybody, any person that would have allowed her to leave that goddamn place as drunk as she was, wherever she was, she needs them not to be in her life. That's insane. Even if Tia Marie was like, no, you know, with her drunk face, you know, her drunk voice, nah, you know, I'm, I don't do what I do. I'm going to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? You know how drunk people, they be talking, ah, you already know, Jen. You know, ah. <laughs> ah. So, um, I just think it's all bad. And, you know, she she's really going to catch something with this. You know, she is, it's not going to be good. And 50 Cent needs to just lay off. Like, he's such a jerk. No, nah, I'm going to still need my money. <laughs> I'm going to still need my money. He is. Right. <laughs> Don't, no fuck given whatsoever. That's hilarious. It's mean, but it's hilarious. What about you, John? What are you thinking? Say it one more time. What did you say, child? Child. Child. I said, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking, child? (laughs) (laughs) So, what do I think? What do I think at this very moment? What do I think right now? Is that what you're asking me? Absolutely. What are your thoughts on Tia Marie? 
Jen Othello, what are your thoughts on Pierre Marie? I'm thinking something crazy is happening right now. Not 100% sure what exactly that is, but I would love to know Jen Othello's thoughts on Pierre Marie. So I think his call just dropped. That's all cool. Um, but yeah, like we said before, guys, it's it's all it's all really a hot mess. And we are really just hoping that this chick, she gets everything that she needs to get together because it's just crazy, you know. And to be out here, you know, trying to do what you do and to be put in certain situations like this. Like I said before, I honestly feel like something had to hit her in order for her to be going through whatever she was going through. Something had to, you know, get to her for her to be feeling the way she's feeling currently, you know. So... Whatever the case is, I just hope overall she Can y'all gets it hear together. me? Can you hear me now? Yes, we hear you. Lord, please just let the neighbor in. This is let, let the neighbor in. I just want to do better. I just want the show to sound right. And uh, we just been struggling this whole episode. I'm so sorry. We just gonna have to just deal with just being on ghetto ass phones. Like, okay. And. I don't know. I don't know. I really want I really want to do it through the mics, but it's just like I think it's kind of hard cuz we're not in a studio together, you know. Correct. Maybe that's what yeah. it is and dealing with the connections of being live, you know, so I don't know, honey. We're going to figure it out one day. We're going to get it together. I'm a, I'm going to do some Googles and you know, some Googles some Googles <laughs> and figure out what's going to help. But yeah, no, what I was saying with uh, Tia Marie, I feel like she needs to just get it together. I feel really bad because I, I remember I was just listening to her on Lip Service. I'll talk about Lip Service every episode, but it's a great podcast, you guys. You should check it out. But she was saying like how she had been sober and she drinks, but not, you know, often. It's more like social. She only has like a couple drinks. And I can kind of tell she was lying then because she didn't drink on the podcast. <laughs> She didn't drink on the podcast, but then she was just like, I should have took a shot with y'all or something like that. And I'm just like, bitch, no, you shouldn't. Like, what you <laughs> clearly just said you just got not a reaction. Like, not, I mean, I wasn't calling her a bitch, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, in my mind, if I'm thinking, like, no, like, no, I don't, you know, but I hope but she gets it Because the thing together. is, you want to support, you know, at the end of the day, you want to support. And when, you know, you've seen people, you know, everybody knows somebody who has had alcohol issues. You know, everybody knows at least one person who has had those issues and those problems. So, you know, when when we have seen those problems, and honestly, I had no idea that Tim Marie problem was as bad as it was until they pointed it out on um, on Love and Hip Hop. I had no idea. I didn't think she was a fucking alcoholic or a drunk, you know. And so once they pointed it out and I started seeing how mad she got, it kind of reminded me of Tommy a little bit and how crazy she is, even though we all know Tommy as a crazy drunk. Um, you know, and I'm like, damn. And then when people, you hear people saying like, nah, I don't want to go to therapy or I ain't got nothing wrong with me. That's how you know they ain't got a problem. You know, somebody was telling me like, Angel, you know, you a drunk. You drink every day, this, that, that, and the other. I just be like, Okay, so what we gonna do about it? If they were like, okay, well we can take you to therapy, I'd be like, I mean, if you wanna waste your money, be my guest, but I'm not an alcoholic, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just feel like you can always kind of tell when people are, you know, drunks and alcoholics. And then once again, the the 
what we're saying is people want to support her. So for us to see her out there acting like this, driving with three goddamn wheels, I still want to know what happened to the other wheel of her goddamn car, you know, and she is just doing, you know, three times the the legal drinking limit, driving, acting like a damn fool. You know, it's just right. a high mess. It's just a high mess. And she definitely needs to go back to rehab because something has relapsed, breakup, you know, got played, something happened, you know, I don't know what, but something happened. And I want to know what, what sparked this? Well, I'm sure we'll find out on the next episode of Love and Hip Hop, um, you know, whatever season she's on and whatever, you know, whatever city she's in. Oh, I think it's Miami. But all right, guys, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our confession question of the evening. All right, guys, so confession question of the evening. What are things you can do to keep your relationship fruitful and youthful? Again, what are things you can do to keep your relationship fruitful and youthful? Jean, what are things that you have done to keep your relationship just the best? Just, you know, things you can do to just continue living your best life and be happy and just amazing shit. What? What? Tell us. Let us know. I mean, I definitely am not, you know, the king of this, but... I mean, I feel like my relationship is, is solid. So I would say just, you know, pick your battles. You know, clearly if one person's on one, you know, let that person be and let them live their life as long as they're not being disrespectful. Don't feed into it. Don't argue back. Just shut the fuck up and let them say what they have to say. <laughs> um, you know, be spontaneous. You know, I, I feel like a lot of times I'll randomly will just be like, hey, let's just, you know, let's do this. I'm, I'm in a good mood. Let's just go do this. And Or, you know, I'll come home and be just be expecting to, you know, either go get something to eat and, and Chris cook the whole dinner and, you know, Aww. have everything lit up and, That's you know, and, and just look beautiful and just little stuff like that. Um, and then obviously extracurriculars too, you know, just keeping it spicy. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be my advice. What about you? I agree. Um, I think that is really good. Like, you know, if I have like a half day at work, I'm the type of person like I sometimes here and there I let my husband know when I'm coming home early from work or whatever, but sometimes I won't let him know. And then he'll come home and I may have like, you know, started or get dinner ready and um, you know, have the house straightened up. It's been a minute since I did that because, hell, I'm not never off work. Um, I think that's good because, I mean, shit, if I come home to a clean house, are we all having a good night? And I'm not talking about half-ass clean. I'm talking about a whole entire clean-ass house. We, everybody having a good night, you know what I'm saying? Um, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, I feel like uh, just even getting off this vacation that we was just on, I feel like that is just the best. Like, going on vacation with your spouse, when it's just you and, you know, that, that person, um, that is always really good because it kind of brings back the spark. It brings back the love. It reminds you of why you guys kind of got together in the first place, you know, um, not just feel like just getting on that vacation and coming home from the vacation. Um, you know, it just really made me like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Usually 
you know, we go on these vacations and everything is smooth and for them to continue to be smooth and us having a good ass time, you know, just make, and then on top of that, like we have not been on vacation in like three years. We needed this damn vacation. I mean, we really needed this vacation. So for us to get home, you know, and then still have that extra day off, you know, kids, you just relax and eat McDonald's, you know, being fat as hell. Um, that was, that was really nice. I truly enjoyed that. So I feel like vacations are important. And then, like Jen also said, obviously keeping it spicy in the bedroom, handcuffs, handcuffs, dressing up, you know, real spicy. And then, um, yeah, remember when you used to walk around handcuffs on you? Do you remember that? Oh, God. Why would you break that up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I was in, I think, high school. And uh, I used to walk around with handcuffs. I think I had two pairs, and um, I think I, I latched them on like a belt. And I totally forgot about that until Jen just reminded me because I was crazy as hell in high school. I actually used to wear a purple scarf as well. Did you want to bring that shit up, Jen? Huh? Did you want to bring up the purple scarf no. as well? No. Because <laughs> I was ghetto. Oh, God. I, I have photos of it. Just hotness. I was a hot mess in high school, actually. You know, I didn't even care. Isn't it crazy? I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic. But isn't it crazy, Jen, how people in high school, like the people who was mean as hell to you in high school or that you didn't really vibe with in high school, you know, you may see them on social media or out in public. And they totally different people. I mean, don't get me wrong. It has been like 10, 11 years since the motherfucker been in high school. But like, damn. Like, I know this one chick in particular. She was just horrible like she was just not a good person she was mean to me I have no well I, I mean I guess I did call her a bitch you know what I'm saying but I called her a bitch to one of my best friends at the time you know and my best friend told her ass you know what I'm saying I'm like bitch why would you tell her and I'm not even cool with her ass I don't even know she lived in Wisconsin you know what I'm saying but uh and she ended up not telling her and like the girl like you know her and like plenty plenty girls they came up to me and they was talking about, you know, I look like a pink bunny rabbit, energizer bunny. Like, bro, why are y'all flaming me? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know me, I'm just cool. Like, bro, I'm not about to fight all you bitches. <laughs> like, no. Like, it's just not about to happen. So, um, mm-hmm. but she's like my Facebook friend. I, I did not like her at all for the longest time. I mean, probably up until, like, this year. I didn't like her. She was cool with my older cousin because her and my older cousin was in the same uh, classroom. They was in the same mm-hmm. um uh, year, gray, uh, gray year, same, you know, and, like, bro, like, she be on all my posts now, she, like, all my photos, she be in my inbox, and that shit crazy as hell, I be thinking, like, damn, like, bro, you didn't even like me in high school, like, now you like me and shit, that's crazy, I mean, I ain't got no ill will or nothing like that, but I'm just, like, that shit crazy as hell, but you like, don't remember that, you just be like, girl, kind of, like, please, right, I just be, right, exactly, I just be like, girl, you wanted to fight me, Okay, you wanted to fight me because you was being a bully. You was being a grown-ass bully. You, like, two years older than me, and you was being horrible. But anyways, though, like, I'm just like, okay, I'm about to be 30 now. You know, it's not a big deal. Anyways, guys, spicy relationship, okay? <laughs> um, Yeah, once again, just do what you have to do to keep it spicy. But vacation, I feel like, in my opinion, is number one. Jen, do you feel like you have the best moments, like, on vacation? I mean, I feel like you and Chris, I had a good time when y'all came here to Milwaukee, right? Didn't y'all, did y'all yeah, have a spicy no, time? I definitely feel like we have, we have great times on vacation because, I mean, we, we are really friends, and, you know, we'd be cracking up and just, you know, random. We'd be like, let's do this, let's do this. And then we also, 
you know, we get each other's bots too. Like I feel like nobody, neither one of us is just like trying to travel the world. Like he understands mm-hmm. that, you know, and when I say travel the world, like just be on a time not time crunch. Like I hate going on vacation with friends and they just like trying to rule every minute of your life. It's like let me sleep in. <laughs> I think that's kind of what Sam was saying about Angelina and them, because I'm like, oh, let's wait. We was, like, up to, like, 5 o'clock in the morning down there waiting for them to eat, and then they ended up buying their own food out, and he's looking at me like, god damn it, like, they went to go buy their own food. I'm glad we did eat already, you know, because I'm like, let's wait for Angelina and Damo. Let's wait for them, and uh, it got to the point where I'm just like, all right, y'all coming or y'all not coming, because we about to go without y'all. Like, you know, it, we not about to right. do it no more, you know. So, um, that was funny. But anyways, go ahead. No, no, that's pretty much it. I, I just feel like that's usually what we're on. You know, we just um, just want to chill, you know, drink and chill. That's it. And if we do fun stuff, then that's cool. But we don't be – I don't like planning stuff out. Like, I, we get there when we get there. Whenever we get to, you know, whatever. Mm, so. Well, you know, I'm a planner, so, you know, on my uh, on my one vacation, the couples retreat, y'all gonna have to get y'all shit together because uh, the shit is gonna be planned. It's gonna be like ten o'clock. Okay, guys, let's it's story time. Like ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, we're going to be like, some of them stories probably going to be like, look, we'll get the story time tomorrow. Okay, we about to <laughs> I'm going to say, just get out. <laughs> Go home. I mean, you want to get story time tomorrow? Go home. Okay, cause right now it's story time. So <laughs> it's either y'all ass up. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I ain't got time. <laughs> Straight out of attitude. Don't talk to you for a whole entire 24 hours, okay? Shit. Then, then apologize. Be ugly as hell, crying and shit. Nah. <laughs> well, guys, we hope you guys enjoyed our show. But before we end the show this evening, we want to know what you all are confessing your love for. And Jen, I would like to know what you're confessing your love for. Um, honestly, I don't have a confession today. Wow. Oh, I have a confession for my mom. She, uh, she's actually listening right now. Oh, uh, hey, mama. Yeah. She's coming to visit me in a couple of weeks from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so it's going to be a lot yes, of fun. That's awesome. But yeah, the best mom ever, super sweet, hilarious, you know. She is amazing, guys. She is amazing. Oh, I love Jen's mom. She's my mom, too, so, you know, don't get it twisted. You know, I was actually <laughs> born first, so. No. <laughs> um, And, yeah, I just, I'm confessing my love for just vacations, you know, once again, me and my husband, it's been three years since we have actually been on a vacation. You know, we got three kids, these twins who will be one years old, you know, next month, actually. And yeah, four weeks is really insane. And so to get out and have that alone time and, you know, rejuvenate everything was really nice. And so um, just and when you have an opportunity, get out there and enjoy life and have those vacations. And if you can help it, way to have children because I'm not trying to say, you know, they slow down everything, but they are a lot. They are really a lot, you know, and you might end up like me and have twins or even worse triplets. I mean, it's all a blessing, but it's a lot of work and it's extremely expensive. So if you can just wait, y'all just, just pump your brakes and please just wait, (laughs) wait until you're ready. Okay. 
with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and end the show this evening. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to our show this evening. You all can catch us next Sunday at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in the drama. And don't forget to send those emails at confessions, the number to us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello. And you're listening to the one and the only Confession Hey, 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 hey. Good night, man. Good night, John.